0: 少年ジャンプス Oh shit! What's up? (laughs) Welcome to Shonen Chumps, the only anime podcast on the gosh darn internet that features the three of us. How's it going? Uh, As you know, we sit around a table and talk about a new anime show to us uh, every couple weeks. As always, I'm Brennan. I'm Sean. I'm Dylan. And this week, we did... Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Anyways, great track. Anyways, uh, yeah, amazing. Amazing songs. <laughs> all all really fun. All really happy. How are you guys feeling? Are you happy? Are you ready to fucking talk some Dragon Maid? Dragon maids? <laughs> <laughs> Do you just vomit. I just yourself? almost puke, but it's okay. It's fine.
1: We're we're doing coughing we're, up fur balls. We're doing the yeah, damn thing. Uh, All right. Uh, I want to start off the discussion by saying that every character in the show is outlined in brown. <laughs> <Actually>? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think everything in the show is outlined in brown. The classic Sean outline
0: discussion. Damn. Yeah. I'm glad that Dude, you have I such a keen eye for this.
1: How? Oh, this one, I thought you guys would say it before I did. I feel I like. You would have picked I, what? I, you, immediately. You jumped in and did yeah. it, and <laughs> how would you say it before you? How would you say it
0: before you? I feel like the show definitely had a very distinct look to it. So yeah. that was probably the brown outline of which you speak, but if you were to ask me what the color was, I wouldn't be able to pinpoint it right away. But. Um <laughs> I'll take your word for it. It did look really nice.
1: Yeah. It's a really uh, pretty show. So yeah, I actually want to start off by asking you guys if you knew anything about the show before we started watching it. I'd seen maybe a couple videos of people talking about it, just general hype.
0: I mean from the title you can kind of garner what most of the show is about. It's just about Dragon Maids. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that's the extent of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I, it was like the title was a little vague. I'd never seen any imagery or any videos of the show before I started watching it. Mm-hmm. I thought that Miss Kobayashi was probably like an old lady that housed a house <laughs> of people that she raised to be dragon maids. Oh, shit. And she had like a league of them.
0: That's
2: an interesting
1: That's concept. what I thought.
0: Yeah. Damn. League um, of dragon maids.
2: Damn. I knew Zero. I assumed it would be cute. Yeah. I thought maybe yeah i kind of pictured miss kobayashi kind of like like driving miss daisy that movie that's a movie with Morgan freeman and jessica tanney
1: oh i didn't i don't okay, know okay anyway
2: yeah. well anyway i pictured it being like an old lady yeah same kind of thing mm-hmm. so i was off like
0: miss kobayashi gives off that that vibe of being like a crotchety old
1: woman. Yeah. If you didn't know, which she's not terribly far off from. Yeah. Uh, So in a sentence, what did you guys think of the show having watched the 13 episodes of it? I thought it was really cute, fun and easy to watch. Whoa, interesting. I thought it was kind of difficult to watch because it's really fast paced. And I can (laughs) definitively say I'm not in the demographic for the show. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I would say my sentence, I thought of it. Uh,
2: Yesterday. Yeah. Good, but inconsequential to me.
0: Yeah, of course. Interesting. See, that's the thing. Between what both of you said, inconsequential and not my demographic, because of that, I almost found it to be an easier watch than anything we've watched so far. Just because it's so far removed from the things that I generally like and watch, Hmm. it was just super easy to turn on, laugh at, and then turn off and be like, alright,
2: that was a good 20 minutes. But something that you would be invested in, wouldn't that be easier to turn on? on? (laughs) Like, I don't understand exactly what you mean by that.
0: In a way, because, like, if you're invested in something, like, that's super dense plot-wise or whatever, sure, that you might have more of a drive to, but this is just so simple and so stupid that it's just like, yeah,
2: it's no problem. Now, what about something like Mob Psycho 100, where it's something you'd probably be invested in, but it doesn't have, like, a really heavy plot where you're like, oh, my goodness, i got to see what happens next. It's just Mm -hmm. like a... Star of a sweet boy who's got powers, right? Sweet boy. Sweet boy. I'd <laughs> say so. <laughs> I just like yeah. that term. It's funny. Sweet yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: guess I'm, I feel like that's what we're going to call every character that falls into the, the mob category from now on. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet yeah. boy. Um, I S- guess that's inconsequential in a way. I mean, I could almost draw parallels between mob and this in that regard. I mean, I don't think the message was as strong this time around. I don't feel like there is... Like, I mean, I think there is a a big message that this show is kind of getting at that we can kind of talk about later. But even then,
2: it's like super, super uh, diluted by just all the silliness. Yeah, yeah, the only thing I meant by it was just kind of like something that's fun and easy to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I just want to know how it, that stacked up because you said the way it was easy to watch Kobayashi. I would think that something you would enjoy would be, like, <laughs> deathful that. I mean, I did yeah, enjoy or, this. Sorry, that's it a rather, thing. That's, that's your demographic no, don't, or something that you really care about.
0: Don't get me wrong, I did enjoy this. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was did too. a lot of fun to watch. I'd
1: say that even though I felt like I wasn't part of the demographic of people who would generally watch this, I did enjoy the show. Does that mean I'd watch season two? I don't know, I'd be skeptical. But I did enjoy season one. If I had, like, free time,
0: I feel like, and I just heard season two had dropped or something, I'd check it out. Be mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure, why
2: not? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend this show to anyone who's not, like, a huge weeb already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, this wouldn't be the show, yeah. be like, this will get you interested in anime.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. Like, all the shows we've watched before this for this podcast, I would almost definitely recommend before watching Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. To Dep- regular people. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, okay, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah,
2: every I think every show was, had an appeal to it outside of anime people who are already... Yeah. yeah. This is kind of a first for us in the way that we've watched
0: anime so far that have, like, comedic elements in them, but we've never watched, like, a slice-of-life sort of style anime. Right. And I do think that this falls under the category of, like, comedy, slice-of-life sort of thing where we're just kind of getting snippets of, like, There's no big driving story that's going forward like most North American TV shows where it's like, oh, here's an actual plot, right? Yeah. Whereas this kind of just like grasps at feelings and concepts as it goes along, but it's mostly carried by just like a barrage of like jokes and shtick.
1: Mm -hmm. So one thing I did like about the show is that through all the silliness and weird jokes and cute girls everywhere and kind of like the unbelievable bombasticness of it all. Yeah. Uh, There was Miss Kobayashi, which played, like, the straight man in the show. Yeah. She just had, like, mild reactions to everything and looked like she wanted to die a lot of the time. Yeah. So I was like, hey, Miss Kobayashi's a lot like me in this (laughs) (laughs) scene. Like, this is how I would react. And so, like, I started to like her more. And goddamn, if there is one thing I have to say about the show is that whether or not I liked it or disliked it or disliked certain aspects, I think I want to marry Miss Kobayashi. (laughs) She's awesome. You've got some competition, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing I found so funny is that Toru, who is this, like, crazy... She's the Dragon Maid, She's the Dragon Maid. Like, she's so crazy and out there. Mm -hmm. She is so romantically interested in Kobayashi, who's this, like she she's actually described as like dead fish eyes so many times throughout the
1: show oh shit i didn't know it's notice. like i feel
0: like it kind of sums her up in a in a way or she's just kind
2: of like dull and monotonous but i mean like in the most endearing way one of the notes i took was that i really liked well in addition to the way it like uh visually they're they're portrayed the difference between how kobayashi looks and how toru looks like the voice acting is very different you know toru's this Classic kind of like excited anime girl like Yeah Powers and shit <laughs> Yeah uh, But Kobayashi just sounds like an every woman And like her traits are super relatable mm-hmm. She's just like indifferent, melancholy She doesn't like when people get too close to her There's a couple episodes of the big Where she's like, ugh, too close, right? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like
0: Miss Kobayashi Like does like ground the craziness of it To like a level where it's relatable to people like us Who are in our like mid to late 20s mm-hmm. Yeah and kind of live a generally similar life to Miss Kobayashi and when you see that character in this crazy colorful world it's like oh wait here's the point of relation to me which is it's like oh this show is kind of made geared towards an older audience and it's not just like a ridiculous like kids show kind of thing. right
2: too there's like you know she goes out for drinks with her co-worker yeah after and it's not like i don't know like a bunch of crazy stuff happens or she's all like broken up inside and that's why she drinks like you might see like super thing she just like goes out and you just hear like down a beer and she's like ah
1: and then she looks so happy yeah. so much of the show yeah. is about her drinking yeah the, whole, yeah the whole inciting incident like her meeting uh the dragon yeah, do is you her stay with me. Dragon? Yeah, yeah. Her being wasted. Also, that's such a weirdly voiced line. Like, yeah. stay with me, dragon. Yeah, I forget yeah. what it sounds yeah. like, but they keep playing it over and over again. I'm it's super really weird. I'm
2: really glad they showed. How they met at the end of the season, like they went through that whole thing. Oh yeah, because right at the to beginning, of, uh, episode one, you just get that little snippet, of like you want to stay with me, dragon, and there's like, yeah. oh yeah, I guess I did do that last night. Yeah, or she doesn't even
0: remember <laughs> something. It's See, like, all right, well, I feel like that whole like that part of it and that whole scene, it sums up the the nice juxtaposition of like how crazy the show is and how normal the show is. It very much draws from just like how plain and like, boring that entire... It's just like, oh, you want to stay with me? Yeah, sure, okay. But then also it's a dragon who is able to take human form, and
2: I don't know, there's a lot of contrast in this show. It's mm-hmm. pretty yeah. funny. It is very much slice of life, except for the fact that there's a dragon. Yeah. yeah. Right, And, like, that's the only... That's, like, the kind of only bit that makes it not... Whatever, like, our reality right yeah. now, and yet Kobayashi day-to-day lives, like, a relatively normal life from the people around her. It's yeah. not like you know, they're fighting battles all the time. They're just, like, you know, they they do a dodgeball. They yeah, yeah. Make, like, a dodgeball tournament against, like... And the fact that, like,
0: she doesn't make a big deal of these crazy, fantastic things that are happening to mm-hmm. her is what kind of makes it, like, even more funny that there's no big, long exposition or explanation, like... Oh, there's another world, and here's all this lore, blah blah blah. It's just like there's dragons. Okay, anyways. Yeah,
2: she on just with my normal accepts life. it. Yeah, of- yeah. Like, all right. Well, there's other world. She's initially shocked, right? The first time she sees a little bit. Yeah, she's like, and then she just rolls with it for <laughs> the rest of the show. Yeah, and yeah. we
1: never really get to know much more about it. We just know that there are humans there and dragons, and it's like more of a medieval world.
2: Right, yeah, yeah.
1: And the people there are, like, legit humans. Like, they probably act the exact same as humans here. It's just, like, a different time period. Yeah.
2: Those. I was wondering about that, how common humans are. Yeah. And also, because, I mean, we get some flashbacks of Toru's life, and, like, I think that's where we see more medieval elements. And mm-hmm. I was wondering if that was in her world or whether that was in the human world, because Toru's very old. So I was wondering if that actually did take place in the human world, because it seems... Like, humans are far and few between. In... a few and far between. In yeah. the dragon
1: world? Yeah. Uh, or something, right? Like, I don't know. There's It not... might. Like, we we didn't get to see much. We just yeah, see, so like, some right, of yeah, the flashbacks which show humans around castles. Yeah. And then we see the one human that Toru meets and, like, kind of starts to like the bandit or whatever. And then yeah. she runs away.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. I guess I was just wondering if this is Toru's first time uh, in the human world for, like, a long period of time or whether some of those flashbacks could have been in a human world. I
1: guess... yeah it's
2: i mean like the, all
0: stuff. we know is that in toru's world they're at odds with one another yeah and yeah. they generally try to kill one another. they're in
1: those two alliances
2: yeah 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 well there's even three. yeah
1: oh there's three
2: yeah there's like the two extremes like one is like peaceful one's destruction and then one's just in the middle doesn't agree with both and so it doesn't talk to both or something oh, okay. like, really oh i completely oh, forgot yeah, I that forgot actually that. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: One oh. thing I thought they were going to do is that bandit, like the human bandit that Toru meets when she's a dragon and kind of becomes friend, friends with, but not really. Um, she says something like, oh, I hope I see her again someday. Yeah. I thought that bandit was going to come to like the earth side and meet in the last episode because it yeah. seems like that's what they were alluding to for the last episode, but <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't yeah what me happened.
0: too. I was wondering about that. That bandit looks suspiciously a lot like... Uh, Riko K- Saekoa. Yeah. Big forehead.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Big forehead? Okay. You didn't notice her forehead? Yeah, you didn't notice Rico's big forehead? Rico's
0: gigantic reflective forehead that oh, yeah shines yeah. off of the right. blinds I people being and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the best Aww. gags in the show. Like,
1: it only really happens, I think, in episode four, but whenever she's shown, there's like a glean on her forehead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also, speaking of Rico's recurring gags, every single time Kana touches her, she goes... Ah! god so weird so funny dude i loved, I loved that that was hilarious yeah. all the way through i laughed every time because so- i anti laughed every
1: time but one thing i did like is when they're playing twister that was
0: funny. <laughs> i just okay it's like the timing of the show is so great man every time a gag happens it hits so fast just like you kind of have to go back a second and be like wait what like when fafnir shows up for the first time uh, Toru answers the door and it's just like this disgusting face, and she just shuts it immediately. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back as his human form, he's just like, I hate this and everything it stands for, I want to kill myself. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> the fat fear reminded me of cute friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean not terribly far off to yeah. be honest <laughs> one thing i okay i liked fafnir as a character because he comes from the dragon world for like one of their parties that he clearly doesn't want to be at yeah and then for some reason he decides to stay in the dragon world yeah because or he loves video world. oh yeah in the human world yeah. because he loves video games dark souls they specifically get him, <laughs> dark souls yeah they also play mario kart that same night yeah, yeah when yeah. he's at the party and he does just stay and plays mario kart and i guess he starts playing mmos as well right yeah yeah because he doesn't have to sleep so he can just stay logged on forever it's probably final fantasy 14
0: oh god probably (laughs) probably yeah uh our buddy what's his name taki takia shows him all the uh all the good stuff yeah when he goes into nerd mode and his glasses suddenly swirl and his like (laughs) slow and deep voice just goes really really high up and he just turns into a nerd and he just yeah. grows two buck teeth let's talk about that <laughs> like, what the hell initially i thought he was a different character yeah. i was real confused when he's drinking like, with miss kobayashi at first that was in the first episode when, when and he changed. gets
2: nerdy yeah yeah because they're with Toru, oh, shit. and they're in the bar. Yeah. yeah. So okay, whenever I guess he... I forgot that. But the second time, I guess, when Fafmir moves in, yeah. and he's like, yeah, you can stay. Like I was like, <laughs> wait, who
1: is this guy? I was mm-hmm. real confused. I yeah. forgot for a second, too. Yeah. But whenever uh, Takia drinks, or he's just at home by himself, yeah. with other people, I guess, like Fafnir, yeah. he can
0: be his true self. Yeah, he just <laughs>
1: turns into weeb mode. He goes from being uh, Damien, or whatever that guy's name is, in uh, Sailor Moon... Oh yeah, yeah. Tuxedo Mask <laughs> to being the little weeb character in Sailor Moon with yeah. like the spindly the glasses, yeah, oh. spindly glasses. I was gonna glasses. say like
2: Steve Urkel versus like you know that cool guy he becomes in Steve Urkel
1: or whatever that guy's <laughs> name is. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Let's yeah,
2: just, yeah. Anyway, whatever his name is, he yeah. Comes the cool guy. Family Matters, Uh, Steve Urkel. I know what Steve Urkel is. I've just never watched. Family Matters. Sean (laughs) looked at Brendan with disgust. Oh God!
0: I'm sorry, Steve. I'm Uh, sorry, Sean. I
1: hope he's still alive somewhere. He's not that old. old. Oh man! You think he's Fifty Cent now? (laughs) They're just the same dude. Oh Oh, my God.
2: God. Uh, anyway, his career. so that was really weird when he transforms, but I grew to <laughs> like it, I guess. And yeah. it was very uncomfortable. According to like the, the voice, according to Fafnir, he's one of the uh, the good ones.
1: Oh yeah, one of the good humans. That's yeah, a total yeah.
0: racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my one god. of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, oh
1: my god, I didn't even
0: think about Holy it like shit. that. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. They're they're a bunch of
2: racists. Do you like I spicy mean, food, yeah. Brennan? I love spicy food. Oh shit. Okay. Why? <laughs> no, no. I just like that Fafnir's always like. Oh Not yeah! spicy. Mild, <laughs> yeah. right? Mild,
1: oh yeah, mild, right? <laughs> yeah, you're just trying to compare Fafnir to Brennan because yeah, they're
0: the same. To be honest, there was a point in my life when I didn't like spicy food. Ah. Ooh. Interesting. And I did have longer hair, so holy yeah, shit. the lore. Maybe. <laughs> you found a real
1: connection <laughs> yeah. there, dude. So, uh, I be- I really did like Kana, The little dragon. Really? Adorable. Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah, her mannerisms were really funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because she's it's also Kobayashi. like deadpan. She, she's like, like Mob, her...
2: dude. She talks like yeah. Mob. Yeah, I
1: threw that connection too, actually. <laughs> I didn't draw I'm that saying. connection. That's definitely why I like her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm realizing that now. I'm
0: ready to go to school now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, let's go. Yeah.
1: Kobayashi. There's I'm a lot hungry. of that. Okay, let's go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Which is one of my favorite parts of Mob. They're like, you'll be popular if you come with me.
1: Like, <laughs> okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, when she first goes to school.
2: Oh my and god. She wears I love that episode. When
1: she wears her backpack to sleep. It's so funny. When she's just like, her backpack is under her back, but she's sleeping on her back, and then she flops around to the front. Yeah. Too good.
2: Kana's adorable.
1: Also,
0: okay, something that popped up in that episode, and generally in a bunch of other episodes, it's when Toru has these like flashbacks to her medieval world, Mm -hmm. and they show up on screen as like this really intricate like woodcut drawing with like all this lore and shit, but then it's just contrasted with like. A chibi head of her, like being like, ha ha, but then we kill humans. It's like, yeah. Like when, when someone, when she calls, uh, I think Lukawa to talk about, like, hygiene, she's like, what's hygiene? And she's like, oh, you know, when this serpent bit the tree of life and Yggdrasil stopped it, it's kind of like that. And it's like, shows all this, like, crazy imagery. And it's like, she's like, oh, okay. It's like, I don't know, I
2: find that really her, funny. Her calling every time for advice was really good on, on that subject because I think. Before we meet uh, Fafmir um, oh. <laughs> and and uh, Kobayashi goes to work, she's like, oh, what should I do if someone comes to the door? And then she calls Fafmir and he's like,
1: kill them. Kill, kill
2: anyone who tries to <laughs> steal your gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking yeah, so good. I love that.
1: Oh, anyway. man. Wait, when does that happen? It's in
2: episode one when Kobayashi like, goes to work and yeah. then uh, Toru's just at home. Yeah. And then I think she's like trying to decide like if someone comes to the door or if someone tries to like break in, mm-hmm. she asks Fafnir what she should do. I think do. you keep
1: saying Fafnir, but it's Fafnir. Is with it? With an N, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that changes Wait, That changes everything. <laughs> but that phone call is different from the phone call. When the phone is ringing, she picks it up and he's like, kill everyone. Kill the family. There's a lot of that. That happens. No, it happens a couple. Of, yeah. That happens another time too, I think. No, I'm just saying like that is not Fafnir. Right? There's, Those oh, are different phone calls. <laughs> I think they're both Fafnir. Really? I
2: don't know. All I know is in episode one, she says, I'll just ask Fafnir for help. And yeah.
1: Then... Hmm. Oh, I didn't notice that. Um, I, that's one thing I want to bring up, is that in the first episode, she gets a phone call, picks it up, and he's like, kill everyone, kill everyone's family, kill all the humans. Yeah. And then there's a, that doesn't happen again until I think the beach episode. Oh. When Kobayashi brings up her family. right? And yeah. then uh, in Toru's mind, she hears like, uh, kill her whole family. You're gonna kill oh, your yeah. family one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that was. Right. Is that just her fighting against her dragon like instincts, or is that like her father, the demon lord, or whatever, like no, trying to speak to her? To yeah. her. I think it's her. I mean, I don't even think it's
0: instinct. I think it's just her learning from her previous world. Back to the school episode. I'm pretty sure, like Kobayashi and Toru have a conversation where Kobayashi talks about how people are scared of things that are different. And then Toru thinks about that, and she's like, that's why all humans need to die. Because right. in her mind, she relates that to her world, and it's like, oh, humans hate dragons because they're different, so humans should die. But like, I think the context is um, talking about Kana being in school being different or something like that.
1: Right, but the thing that I'm talking about is like two distinct evil like man voices in oh, her head. I think head. it is definitely, definitely yeah, it funny. could be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't too sure about
2: it either. I didn't make the connection at the time, but I just gathered that it was some kind of like father figure or something like some kind of because it doesn't seem like
1: it's somebody talking to her it seems like it's within her own head kind of but it's not her voice though right and that's why i just figured it was
2: kind of not talking to them talking to her right then and there but just kind Mm -hmm. of a message that she was taught
1: yeah is what
2: i kind of gathered also another thing
0: in that same school episode that i found really funny was like the entire second half of like the dodgeball fight that you mentioned earlier it was it was ridiculous on all fronts but also something that i noticed especially in that episode was how good the localization is like Uh they make certain lines really funny like when um kana and her friend are are talking shit to those like older dudes who are in like the uh, dodgeball court Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure one of the guys starts going off on kana and then his friend is just like dude who hurt you yeah, that was actually
1: great. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Th- I remember that line. That was awesome. Right. I remember that section, like having English incorporated into it in like a good way, and they'd say terms that I don't think they'd say in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So, so a translator definitely went in there and made the show more relatable to oh. English speakers <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: And again, at the end of that episode, where also speaking of which, I like how every episode just ends on a random bit. Of, like, a character doing some random thing that's unrelated to the episode so far. Mm-hmm. Like, in that episode, it was Kana being in class, being like, That's wicked. That's wicked. And then all the kids just start saying, That's wicked in, in unison. Oh, yeah. And the teacher walks
1: in and is like, What's going on? Mm-hmm. That's really good. Oh, yeah. We should all mention that we've only seen the dub of the show. Yeah. Not the yeah, sub, yeah right. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
2: So let's discuss any of the other characters because we were missing discussing. Uh, another dragon, Lucua. Yeah,
1: right. Right. the one with the big boobs.
2: The gigantic. The, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: gigantic.
2: It's great that I think it's when she's introduced. Kobayashi says, "I'm gonna assume that all dragons look this unrealistic." Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> she just <laughs> she's just she's like, think, "What?" I
2: think what that's when she about? says it. Or it might be when she sees uh, the other one, Elma. She either way. What's up with that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's really right? funny.
2: I like how she criticizes her outfit. She's
0: like, "Did you really walk here looking like that?" She's like, "What? Well, what did I do?" Yeah. Isn't this just how
2: people dress? So her relationship with Shouta is like real weird. It's so funny because <laughs> but it's like funny. But <laughs> it's based on her physical
0: proportions. Her boobs are so big they terrify a young boy.
2: Yes. Yeah. But a she's young- like high key hitting on him.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm very weird. She's like a goddess
0: of fertility. Like where is parents? Yeah, they're wizards They're doing fucking wizard shit somewhere.
2: Wait, are they they are? Oh, (laughs) yeah, they're mages family of mages
1: Oh Oh, wait, actually
0: his dad I think is like Kobayashi's boss. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like the big boss of her company or something,
1: right? Because he, like, summons Lukawa through, like, a circle. He tries to summon a a demon, demon, and (laughs) then she sees the opportunity to go through. She's like, I'll just go instead. It's like, I don't want this dumb child to accidentally really summon a
0: demon, so Mm -hmm. I'm just going to live
1: in He could choose to, like, unsummon her at any point, but he chooses not to do that. That like, willingly stays with her for some reason. That's, like the funny thing. It's, like,
2: I, I, there's, like, a point later in the show where I think he expresses that he, like, cares for her in some way. And then she's like, you care about me, don't you? She's like, no, shut yeah. up. And he yeah. keeps, like, running away from her. He's terrified. But, but loves her. Yeah, because they, like, sleep in the same bed, and she's, like, holding him. And he has, like, a dream. <laughs> he's punching, he's like a, sumo punching a sumo wrestler. Punching a sumo wrestler, and then in real life, he's just punching your boobs. He has multiple dreams. That that's the only one I can remember. Or he's, like, jumping
0: on a panda's stomach. Or oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's,
1: like, a bit they return to all the time, especially, yeah. like, just them sleeping in the same bed together. Yeah. Oh, man. There's, like, a whole episode, I think, where they show that... They cut back to that, like, three or four times. Yeah, during yeah that episode. is that's yeah. the recurring yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, it's so good.
2: It's very very weird it's yeah. so funny and yet i was laughing it's
1: very weird what about <laughs> elma the dragon that's a co-worker of kobayashi oh
0: man and she's she, kind of stuck up and she loves eating she that's was her. in the show less than i thought she'd be when she was
2: introduced yeah she like slowly became nothing in the show mm-hmm. and I, she
1: doesn't live with a human i think yeah she's I just like she on just her own like, she lives on, on like her own. in a
0: cave somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah who who knows sleeps at the office what did she come to
1: earth for again was it to it was bring, to fight
0: toru or bring, like bring Toru back? back yeah that's when they introduce like the opposite factions because alma's on the side of uh, reason and order and then toru's yeah. chaos and destruction so yeah
1: so she wants to bring toru back to the dragon world because the world is currently in chaos with like the world's crossing over yeah, yeah like yeah. dragons being in the human world but they don't want that to happen
0: yeah yeah also speaking of I just remembered how Toru kind of, like, tricked her into warping into a field and just kind of shut it behind her. Mm-hmm. That made me think of the action in this show as, like, fleeting as it is. Holy shit, is it ever cool.
1: Yeah, the show goes to Dragon Ball Z levels pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, in which, a snap of a finger. Which I suddenly, love. When uh, Toru and Connor are fighting in the park, yeah. they're like, hey, let's have a nice little, like, battle in the park. And then it's yeah. fucking Dragon Ball. And there's they're just Dragon charging up, they up and fucking, right yeah, <laughs> smashing yeah. off of one of them. Yeah, oh, it It's pretty cool.
0: Um, also, when she stops a thief, she just teleports behind him and slams him into the ground.
1: Oh, yeah, like, so, slow-mo slams him into the ground. It's pretty cool. So crazy. Uh, one thing I really like in the show is not just the theme song, really, and not just the Ugh. whole thing, but one shot in it. When it's humans flying through the air with their arms. they're yeah, all, and they're they're all like twisting. Turning. They're all in the T-pose. Oh, they're all, like, spinning around. But there's it's like, like, fast. It's fast, like a, it's but like a it's a slow whip, when their faces whip, come whip, by and then flip. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Me too. Especially the character that's Miss Kobayashi's uh, neighbor. Neighbor. The, the dude with like the. The bald spot? Who, no, no, the green no, no hair? The dude with the they... yellow and green hair. The, the, just the one
0: eye. <laughs> the one where Toro's like, Are you a demon after hearing his music?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, he's just. He's a metalhead. They have what a lot of do? like
1: cute, well designed characters. And I just mean like the regular human characters, not the dragons. Yeah, the yeah. Dragon, yeah. Also,
0: speaking of neighbors, just. The the one who makes all this unholy noise, but she's like, I'm just cooking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, the bald man who uh, makes wooden animals.
1: Oh, yeah. What's that about? It's. I don't think it's about much. <laughs> a hobby. I don't That's know. exactly it's, what it is. It's his job. He <laughs> needs
0: to use drills for his job. That's about it, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So speaking of the opening of the show, yeah. now we get to talk about the ending theme. <laughs> and the oh, ending so theme good. is a really good song. Jam. I It's, a jam. Love it's it. a jam. It's a true I jam. Bump it. It's catchy
0: as fuck. It is like the Japanese like voice actors doing the
1: singing, yeah? I mean, that's highly likely, but I'd never know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, like, how, we how, know. How, like, yeah. every, well,
0: every time, every time one of them has it's, a part... Yeah, they're in like, front. Yeah. yeah, right? Right. So I just assumed. I don't that's know. That's cool. I did love the song. I would
1: love though. to know what they're really singing.
2: Good. I guess right? I could have looked that up.
1: So the show, it seems like, especially in the last episode, they ramp up this theme of, like, family... Mhm. Right. It kind of gets plot heavy at the end. Yeah, it seems like the whole season is roughly about that, but mainly just the last episode and I guess the first episode.
2: Yeah, there's a bit throughout and that's actually something that I wanted to mention too because I felt like even though that this is like a fun show and it's pretty light, yeah. I think they use Toru being an outsider to discuss some things about human nature and like families and stuff like that like cuz yeah. if like she asks Kobayashi is mm-hmm. like, oh, do you see your family? She's like, uh... Like, you know, I had a normal life. Like They helped me get through college. Then I moved away, and now I don't see them.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And I thought that was, like, really super interesting. And yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure that's, like, reality for a lot of
1: people. Yeah. Oh, totally. And it's, like, the relationship between the two that causes them to visit her parents at the very end of the show. Yeah, yeah You don't yeah. get to see that, but, like, you assume it goes well and everything. Right. Yeah, like, even... In episode seven,
0: which was the beach episode, which mm-hmm. I was gonna write off as like a fan service episode, um, it does get very real when they are um, like talking about like growing up and what it means to grow up, and uh, I think Kobayashi says something along the lines of that like no one ever really does grow up; you just start being an adult when you have to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, they. S- <laughs> that's right. I wrote that down too. I thought that was really interesting. So there's these weird tidbits about what human nature is like or like hum- adult life yeah or like becoming life like an adult like.
0: yeah they hit pretty hard like a lot of the time and i was like oh wow this is unexpected now i'm feeling really introspective and kind of sad and gonna get lost in my existential doubt and then it brings it back with a fucking cute gag and i'm like okay
2: yeah here we go so uh the beach episode is split with the episode where they go to like a comic-con kind of thing yeah, yeah. comic cat which yeah. is actually a real thing. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Um, and so people, when Toru switches partially into a dragon form, she lets her tail out, and and the, the wings. wings. Of people start yeah, yeah. taking pictures of her, and Toru is kind of you know mesmerized by the whole event. Yeah, right? yeah. And like all these people coming coming together, and uh, she asks one of the photographers. She said, "Like it seems like there's something with a lot of power drawing people here. Do you know what it is?" And the photographer says. I'm not sure, but it's for sure special and it's here only in this moment, so we might as well make the most of it. Like, whatever it is, it's making a lot of people happy. Yo, And then she thinks about Kobayashi and she's like, yeah, like, I just need to, like, take in this moment. And that was just, like, unexpectedly out of nowhere, just getting, like, introspective and, like... You want to know something? It it hits you hard. I made the same note about that same moment
0: because I was like, wow, first of all, they captured, like, the con setting very well. And also, the allure of cons at all. It's like, oh, all these people getting together, celebrating this thing that they like. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is that's bringing them here, it's like, it's a beautiful
1: thing. And yeah. I was like,
0: oh, wow, that's like something magical. I'm glad that they, they captured that so nicely.
1: Right. Uh, so it seems, especially in the last episode, Toru decides to stay with Miss Kobayashi, uh, even though she knows that Kobayashi's going to die like mm-hmm. pretty soon in terms of the length of. Uh, totally life. yeah, yeah. yeah like even her father brings this up but she still decides that like the trope of it's better to have loved than lost than never to have loved at all right, she, she decides yeah. to like stay with kobayashi at least until kobayashi's life is over yeah yeah uh yeah that's very interesting it seems like kobayashi realizes that that's what she wants with her family and everything too like even though her parents will one day die she wants to go and see them and spend as much time with them as she can before, I guess, they're gone. And maybe this show is about doing that with, like, everybody in your life. Like, as long as you have the moment to spend with people and chill out, like, you might as well do it now before, like, all your friends die off and everything's over. Yeah, it gets unexpectedly
2: (laughs) deep a lot of times. And they actually hint at that, too, uh, that Kobayashi's going to die. Like, earlier in the season, they, like, mentioned it a couple times. yeah, yeah.
1: I do want to say that I feel like this theme is definitely tacked on. I don't think the show does a oh, really good so? job of like trickling it in and have it be like fundamental. Wait. I think it just like kind of throws it on there a little bit, see a little rushed. I, I did pick up the same theme at the end of the
0: day where it was like, you know, enjoy the time that you have with the people in your life. Cause the little moments is like, that's what life is at the end of the day. Um, Cause there's no such thing as forever. Everything and everyone dies at different times. So who knows? Right. Um, I definitely got that. But when I did, did see that at the very end i didn't feel the same way um because in a way what this entire show has been up until that point it's just little little life moments and like sure it is like crazy quirky fantasy uh dragon maid balls of the wall madness but at like the the core of it is just like these little vignettes of like relationships and it's like um kobayashi being like a mother figure to kana or like a romantic interest slash sister in a way to toru and it's like the entire show up until this point kind of has been that to me so it didn't feel like super tacked on or anything because it was like oh this whole show has just been about those precious little moments you know
2: Mm-hmm. yeah i see that that's yeah. fair i would say i agree with that how did uh, you too because it, it yeah. didn't feel tacked on to me it was definitely heavier at the end so sure, I yeah. guess it probably would have been better if they kind of ramped up a little, like easier to mm-hmm. that, rather than just kind of like a s- steep increase. Right. Uh, but and but I still uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah. There's even a a tease. I can't remember exactly when it happens. I do think it was in the last episode or, or toward the end. I think Kobayashi like sees on a screen two like newscasters are talking about an animal dying. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, like yeah. oh like uh, just it's not exactly this. But like oh it's the, like the a dog lived to like 14 like oh that's so sad it's like well it's a long time to them like ages, right like, yeah rel- yeah like right. relatives. so it's like to kobayashi oh sorry to toru kobayashi's life is short yeah because she's been around for so long but kobayashi will live a full life yeah yeah exactly yeah, in, in her eyes
0: yeah um how did you guys feel about like kind of the the climax at the very, like, end of the episode when um, her dad appears and stuff like that. See, you like, know that felt that? tacked on
1: to me. I felt like the whole last episode, maybe even the last two, were just them scrambling to get in plot points that they wanted to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I felt yeah. like
2: that was really weak. The, I, yeah. the dad coming. I liked what they were going for. I just think it should have been... Like, the life thing that you said was heavy at the end and Mm -hmm. they tacked on like i think this was the biggest issue with the show the the ending right i i actually thought that episode 12 was just
0: going to be the end where they show kobayashi and uh toru meeting like in detail for the first time i was like oh it's going to come full circle right that's going to be that i felt like that would have actually been like a strong place to leave it but when the like the preview for the next episode came on it's like oh her dad shows up, or, like, it wasn't even the preview, it was, like, the last scene at the end. Like, Mm -hmm. her dad pops into reality. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't know it's her dad, you just know it's, like, a big menacing dragon. Um, I was like, oh, shit, this is interesting, I wonder what's gonna happen. But then it kind of, like, I mean, again, I mentioned this before, there is a lot of contrast in the show where they're putting, um, like, elements of, like, even visually, just, like, really, like, crazy, dynamic, like, shonen style like, action animation with like weird cute characters at the same time and that was what was going on at like the the scene where they're confronting one another like Kobayashi's trying to talk uh her dad out of um his like viewpoints when he's in dragon form this is like at the very end I'm talking about right um and even then I felt like it was kind of like weird with the pacing and it, just, it was just uncomfortable to look at, and it felt uncomfortable because of like the dialogue that they were having, and uh, the fact that Toru just kind of like, at the beginning of the episode, she just kind of dipped for a while, and then Kobayashi was like, oh, well I guess she's gone, and then she comes back and she's like, oh, I guess she's back, and then they have that confrontation again, I don't know, I, I just felt like it was weird,
2: I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I think episode 12 was pretty good, and... They could have ended the series with twelve, and then just maybe added on the fact that they go to visit her parents, Kobayashi's parents, and like that would have been a more satisfying ending to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Right, but I guess there would have been no conclusion to the demon voice that Toru keeps hearing. Where it's like, yeah, save it for season two. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think there is a season two. Oh, when I looked into it, it it looked like they covered most of the manga in in the 13 episodes uh, we saw. Well, oh, then yeah. I'm not
2: pleased with the execution, I guess, of 13. But <laughs> there could be a season been. two. Yeah.
1: Yeah, especially because it's a popular show. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know what was up with Psychoa or, like, Rico's sister, the maid? She oh, does, like, her sister being but a, maid. a maid? Georgie? <laughs> yeah, Georgie. <liked>, like, <laughs> pretending <laughs> being a maid. I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. That's weird. I didn't fully realize what was going on there before I looked up what every character was at the end of the show. Right. Yeah. She, I think she's just, like also
0: a maid fan on like the level that kobayashi's on which is why they kind of connected to one another because uh as soon as kobayashi saw georgie she was like oh my god you know what's up your costume's accurate it's not just some cosplay bullshit mm-hmm. um and then they like dip and just fangirl with one another i guess
1: yeah i mean she, she's not a
0: terribly important character i don't think no. she needed to be there at all but
1: yeah it's just interesting to have yeah what are yeah. they trying to
2: say about maids in this i have show? no
1: idea can i ask that like i mean i know <laughs> i feel like this show is a lot of not saying much yeah. it's just fan service for different niches right the only thing they're saying is about friendship and this lifespan thing so wait where do you <laughs> see the f- service for multiple niches like for maid big boob niches cute girl <laughs> niches maid niches Oh, Um, fucking, uh, staying home and being a gamer weeb niche. Right. Okay. Fantasy. (laughs) Fantasy. uh, Being a little boy and having your uh, your caregiver. Or I don't mean that that in an incest way. I mean that in like a babysitting way. Oh god. (laughs) I took a note of every title of every episode that I want to read right now because they each have a title and a subtitle. subtitle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to read them off now. Let me know. Let me know how you feel about any one of these. So the first one is. The strongest maid in history, Toru. Well, she is a dragon. <laughs>
0: so stupid. That was, I feel like it was one of the weaker ones, but it was the first one, yeah. so, you know, give it second a Second
1: dragon, Kana, were totally spoiling here.
0: They were totally spoiling there. I wish they hadn't <laughs> told me there was another dragon showing up. Because, like, when I, when I was watching the second episode, I was like, well, not, do I even need to watch this episode now? Because now I, I know what's happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Kana showed up. True. Start of a new life. That doesn't go well, of course. It
0: doesn't. There's a lot of noisy neighbors. <laughs> eh. Yeah,
1: Kana goes to school. Not that she needs to. <laughs> eh. Oh my god, uh. so silly. <laughs> Toru's real world lessons. She thinks she understands it already. Eh. Does she? <laughs> that's, that's definitely what it wants you to say in your own head. <laughs> right after you read that. Home visit and homes not visited. Eh. Oh shit. What's that going to be? <laughs> Summer's Staples, the fan service episode, frankly. Best best title. Best title, but it wasn't really
0: that much of a fan service I know, but... <laughs> which I one like was the, this? Was this the... That's the beach episode. The beach and oh, okay. the uh, Comic-Con
1: right. thing, whatever that was. Wait, are those both the same episode? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I forgot that. New dragon, Elma, she's finally appearing. Fucking oh. finally. Oh,
2: I liked that title, too, actually, because we keep seeing her in, like, the opening song. Yeah, yeah and, yeah, yeah. and I think they show her in one clip
1: in one of the early episodes
2: i I didn't pick up on it oh maybe not
1: kept you waiting huh (laughs) sports festival there's no twist or anything
0: Uh, that's for real there's no twist it's just a sports festival
1: now what is this word troop dragon on stage they had oh, a troop
0: name, huh? That's like the the, the Christmas stage episode, show, right? yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Where they pull it for the the older people, the elderly yeah, people, right. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, that episode was great. Anyway, oh man, Fafnir the director. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> year end, new year, no comic-it
0: bit this time. Oh yeah, because there's a winter comic and then <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Though. Taki's just like, I was a comic-it, but. You know, it just happened.
1: Oh, yeah. And he tries to sell his work again and nobody buys it again or Fafnir, something. Fafnir. Like no yeah, one buys yeah. Fafnir's yeah, Curse Man and he makes a second <laughs> volume. Yeah. But yeah. Taki's, famous. Yeah, Taki's famous. Yeah, Taki's famous. Toru and Kobayashi's impactful meeting were raising the bar on ourselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> the meta, dude. That was yeah. spoiler, too. I wish, yeah. I wish that was. <laughs> that. The director's just like, this is my magnum opus. He's <laughs> like, guys, what do you think? Did we raise the bar? Did yeah. we? Guys. Guys? Guys? His whole studio's <laughs> gone. <laughs> I went home for the day. Okay, the last one. Emperor of Demise arrives. It was the final episode before we knew it. And I'd yeah. say, yeah, it definitely was before you knew it. You tacked on so much shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thanks for fessing oh, up. Man.
1: Yeah, so that's it. I That was one of my favorite parts of the show, I is the like subtitle. That. I, I have did have like it. that yeah.
2: they did that, but I wasn't crazy about the episode titles. Right. The I mean, I thought it was... I thought it was funny but it was no like
1: mob ending credits yeah it did remind me of mob though yeah (laughs) oh yeah like the characters at the end of each episode having something to say they kind of did that with this like a little bit in the episode previews the characters would say something about right yeah blah blah but they do that in a lot of fucking shows yeah like cowboy bebop everything you're talking about I like it. we say, we, they do that in a lot of shows, like The Best Show of All Time, Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, etc. <cetera. laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah, um, I don't think we ever mentioned, but the studio that makes this is Kyoto Animation, yeah. which is one of the really big ones. Like, that's a pretty right. famous name. Yeah. They make, like, Lucky Star, whatever. Oh, that, yeah. I haven't
0: seen it. Which is, like, yeah. the, like the slice of life ah, show.
1: Full Metal Panic? With a question mark, they make never, that too.
0: Never, never.
1: You guys have heard, heard of that one though, that, right? No. Haven't. What? Shung Yo, that's astonishing. Discuss. disgust. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with Full Metal Alchemist? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> okay. But it's called Full Metal Panic with a question mark at the end. Panic? Panic? K on. They make K Oh, yeah, K And they make Free, which is that swimming show with shirtless men. Oh, right. know what to- either of those are? Right. They have to be shirtless because they're swimming or else, like,
0: what? (laughs) So the studio that's known for a lot of, like, moe fodder,
1: more or less. (laughs) So, yeah, this is fitting. Yeah, Um, makes sense. One day, maybe we should watch Full Metal Panic. Because I feel like we're such fans of Full Metal Alchemist, we'll want to know. I'm yeah. down <laughs> to do a compare. You actually contrast.
2: need to put two question marks at the end of that sentence. Like, should we watch Full Metal
1: Panic? Oh God! It it's looks good. like bad grammar, but it's right. It's correct. Yeah. We, yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh wonder, God. Do I have anything left to talk about on the show? Or about the show. I feel like I think we we've, we've just about it
0: summed it up. Uh, Were there any other interesting events or bits that you guys can think of off the top of your head?
2: Oh, uh, one thing that I liked is that when Kobayashi and Toru go to the market together, and everyone's saying hi to Toru, (laughs) <laughs> and then kobayashi just like this dragon's better at being social than me yeah <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then she's true. like how did you make so many friends she's like i was just nice to him and he was nice back like it's yeah like, just reduces like human interaction to like the simple just be nice i mean it's and true it, you know put yourself is, out there if
1: brendan is fafnir then. i feel like i'm miss kobayashi yeah. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it i oh, love miss kobayashi I she's I'm so Toru, good
2: then oh god yeah wow (laughs) probably dylan's a popular boy
1: yeah true
2: i'd say i'm the most like friendly being like oh hey how's it going i don't know how popular but have you ever tried to
0: dismember yourself and cook it into food that you serve someone
2: i mean not yet but I'm young. Anything you know. can yeah. happen, I guess. Also, you know? there's
1: that whole episode about the blanket that like attaches to their table. Dude, and I all want just one like, of like. Oh. oh my god,
2: dude! <laughs> I
1: looked it up. I
2: was like, yeah, "What is that?" That's a real that? thing. Well, yeah, it? So you
1: looked it up. What happens with it? Does it heat or is it just a blanket? Yeah. No, there's a heater under. Okay, so yeah. everyone wants to
2: get under the blanket because it heats you up. All right, so Jesus. proposal:
0: Can we all pitch on one of those? It's called the kotatsu. Can we get one instead of this shitty table kotatsu. to podcast around the, from now on? The podcast table. <laughs> Yeah. That's really funny. I don't think anything so we yeah. say would ever be... We'd always just be like, uh, so... Full, full metal alchemist, of Like, talk about <laughs> just, the weird, the weird is, difference is between... difference. opium
1: coming out, too? Yeah, <laughs> why, are we, why are we high in this area? It's such a weird difference between cultures, like, that and this. Like, obviously, I understand the feeling of being warm, but, yeah. <laughs> but just the excitement over this table that heats you... Dude, like, I huh. hate the cold so
0: much that I fucking spiritually relate to that level of enjoyment from being warm.
2: Whoa. Shit. Yeah. Hmm. And that's all we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <that's right. laughs> <Just about. laughs> holy hell thank you for introducing kotatsu's test or however you say it kotatsu's kota yeah. i kotatsu i think yeah if it's not yeah.
0: available in canada kotatsu. i want to
2: find out how to
0: get
1: one shipped here <laughs> oh yeah i looked up all the voice actors tried to find things that they they've been in that we might know yeah there's nothing kotatsu. really uh, except for some of the actors in the show are also, they play, like, really cool children in uh, Wolf Children. That, like, anime movie that I've seen. Very I have cool. no
2: idea what very that cool. is. I've heard of it, never seen it. I yeah. thought Kobayashi sounded so familiar, but I looked her up and I don't know who the person her is. Her voice yeah. actress Le- Leah
0: Clark, was really good, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like her delivery was fucking solid. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. I guess that's all it. Right, that's I guess it. that's about all we have to say about Miss
1: Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Uh, social media you can find us in a lot of places we are at shonen chumps on things like twitter facebook youtube soundcloud apple itunes podcasts google play you can email us
2: at shonen chumps at gmail.com yeah uh find a way to contact us let us know what you think uh yeah
0: tell us what to watch Tell us what you thought about Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Especially
2: because we weren't the demographic. So I want to know what someone who is the demographic, what they thought about this show, what were its strengths, weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. did we
0: fuck up your favorite show? We're sorry. Um, anyways. Damn, I hope we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All
2: right. Bye. Bye. Peace
1: out.